The 479th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app and, uh, or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start making smarter bets today. Heidi Ho, DeGenerinos, and Happy New Year. Welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast for 2024, episode 479. This one's being dedicated to the year 2024. It's going to be the greatest year ever. And I'm going to be back, get be back on top by the end of the year. I'm going to be, I'm going to beat Gumby in all the predictions. Last year was just an aberration. This year, it, it's back to status quo, back to the normal things. And we're, we're starting things off by picking our UFC champions uh, for each weight class at the end of 2024. We're going to do a little recap of the division uh, for 2023, see how our picks did uh, for this past year, and then we're going to look ahead to the new year, um, go through the fights that are announced in the weight class, um, kind of sketch out, map out how we think things are going to play out, and we will shall pick a winner, uh, a champion at the end of the year. If you're If you're interested in futures bets this is the podcast for you and last episode as well last episode we did the female weight classes up to uh the band of weights in the uh men's weight class uh today we're doing featherweights and above let's bring in uh the new year new gumby no same old gumby same old hat as last episode as well as gumby vreeland hello happy it's new year gumby vreeland so almost like we we recorded these things in a row almost uh, almost, almost. Um, it's a blue braves hat i don't even have to ask what your hat is yeah it's the the father's day uh tribute uh hat for the braves i had to wear it after we we picked up a nice starting pitcher uh this past week so who did you pick up remind chris, me chris chris sale is now an atlanta brave oh really uh, which is uh pitches? he does and actually not badly either just uh typically injured which is uh not bad if he's your number three when he's the red sox number one it's it's bad but he's yeah. the He'll be the number three in Atlanta, which is pretty nice. All right. If you're excited about that, then that's good. That's good. It, it does matter. You uh you'll get what 10 runs a game anyhow. So yeah, can give up, <laughs> uh seven or eight if he likes, and the Braves will still win. So yeah, no there problem there. This is not a, a Atlanta Braves podcast, even though it could be Gumby would do very well at that. No, we as I told you, we're doing the UFC weight classes. Um Let's just jump things, uh, jump right into it with featherweights. Gumby, we predicted Alexander Volkanovsky would be the champ. And guess what? He's still the champ. Minus 225 we got for him, though. <laughs> uh, it didn't really make any hay there. This, that's only the second one we've gotten right so far, isn't it? Well, I guess Amanda Nunes. We, and Amanda we'll, Nunes. We'll, we'll count that as yeah, that's three. That's all right. Yeah, when you're looking when you're looking, yeah, when you're looking at future odds, that those are that's a pretty good hit rate. Yep. Yep. And our champion. Heading into this year, as we said, uh, Mr. Volkanovsky, he already does have a fight lined up. So, which is, uh, I, I guess, a couple weight classes we had that uh, on yesterday's show, but um, kind of easier to, to plot things out when when we know if the uh, if the champ has a fight lined up or not. As I mentioned, the stat, which I, I didn't know the exact stat, uh, but fighters 35 or older in UFC title fights have won one twice, and that was Usman, uh, sorry, uh, Woodley that won both those. Alexander Volkanovsky, it, it was in respect to him because he's 35 and he's up against the younger Ilya Topuria, 
uh, UFC 298 in Anaheim, February the 17th. So I guess we start right there, Gumby. What do you think is going to happen there? And then we can kind of plot out the division after that. I don't pick against Volkanovski. No, I don't either. <laughs> despite despite his age and and everything, I don't pick. And questionable me- mental state, perhaps. Not that <laughs> not that it's bad um, that that he's driven, but you know, uh, maybe he's bad outside the cage. But I, I I think it'll make his performance even better in the cage. But uh, well, and, and I, I think people are are getting all bent out of shape that he was like really emotional around that loss. You got to remember, first of all, the first fight razor close. Your arguments could be made that Volkanovski was a double champ after that fight and that he did beat Islam Makhachev. He certainly had the better moments in that fight. Then when you add into that, that he was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get a second chance at that. I don't know when that second chance is going to be. And then he like kind of stupidly took it on 10 days notice. Yeah. And and, and it went really bad. It, It went as bad as it could go. And so like, you mean to tell me you wouldn't be emotional around that? Like if you're, yeah. if he wasn't emotional around that, I would be worried. Yep. And he just got knocked out too. But we always take these things like thinking fighters are have clear heads after, uh, after uh, when they get interviewed right after they've, uh, they've uh, been separated from their, their consciousness. Um, but he's coming off a, just getting knocked out right into a title fight against a very tough opponent. Is Does that concern you? I mean, a little bit. I think Aliyah Tapuria is the only person who can dethrone him here. Um, yeah. You know, I'm looking down the list and, and you know, I, I'll get right into the odds because it's always more fun. Yeah, when we go have ahead. Those kind of to talk about too. Volkanovsky plus a buck 40 uh, as the odds on favorite. You got Topuria plus 280. So double of what you get for Volkanovsky. Okay. Then after that, you got Holloway at four to one. Uh, Yair Rodriguez, seven to one. Arnold Allen, eight to one. You know, and then you got the the smathering of like Ortegas and Evloyevs and Caters. Uh, all over 10 to 1. They they do also offer 20 to 1 on Aljamain Sterling, which is kind of interesting. Kind of interesting to see as yeah. depending on what you think he's going to do against Calvin Cater. Hey, who knows? That's he a might tough, talk a him. tough uh tough debut for sure. Yeah, and I would also say too just like the UFC hates his guts. Uh it seems like <laughs> so like, if anybody's going to have a tough road to the title like yeah, they're going to make him fight Calvin Cater and then turn around and fight Max Holloway too, right? And then he would have to yeah. win both of those to get to you know, Volkanovski or Tapuria, like, yeah, that's probably why the odds are 20 it, to 1. It, re- it really sucks because there's so many scumbags in the UFC. He's Algerian Stern. He's a great guy. A <laughs> he's a great guy. He's uh, fun, friendly, nice, and he, he's a guy that, that everybody hates. Not he, these scumbags that are out there doing horrible things in the world. They really do dislike him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah. I, I've, I mean, I've interviewed the guy like three or four times. I think he's super nice, very personable, like yep. super easy to talk to, like friendly. Uh, you know, he just got need in the head. And when he got illegally need in the head, he lost a lot of fans. Um, yeah, which is it's strange, isn't it? Blame the victim. Yes, it's nuts. And I mean, like he tried to lean into the heel role, too. But like, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't go well. If you're not yeah, really a heel. Jorge Masvidal leaned into the heel role and people love him for it, you know? No, I know. But that, that's because he's, he, he, yeah, it, it came natural to him. It's like when John Jones was pretending he was a good guy, you know? People can see through things. When he's, still, uh, he's still doing that. He just, you know, yeah, he hits, exactly. a, hits a pregnant woman with his car and he cites a Bible verse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that is true. Anyhow, back to Featherweight. Um, I guess... Um, Noon Yacht, I really had to hear, was the one for Volkanovski. I guess I'm taking him at plus 140, even though I, maybe I'm jumping the gun here and giving you my pick early. Um, but that's yeah, what I'm making. Until he, I, yeah, until he proves us 
wrong until he loses not just to a lightweight if he loses to uh, one of the best lightweights ever in uh, Islam Makashev. Until he loses someone other than him, then yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna pick him in every fight. Yeah, I agree with that. I I yeah. and, and I think Tapuria, like I said, is a dangerous one. But you're also telling yeah. me I get the guy who is the champ. I think is phenomenal at game planning is going to bring things to Tapuria that Tapuria has never seen before. You know, like we're, we're talking about a guy who's been, you know, 15 rounds with Max Holloway and five with Islam Makashev, you know, and obviously the short notice one, you can say what you want about him, but he went 20 rounds with those guys before anything bad happened. You know, like what is, what's Tapuria's big test so far? You know, like, yeah, I'm looking at his record right now. He's, he's fought decent guys. Zalal, Damon Jackson, Ryan Hall. Then it gets a bit uh, Jai Herbert. Then it, then Bryce Mitchell. All right, but he's he's shown that that, that didn't. I mean, he well. just got um, chinned hard. <laughs> yeah, and Josh Emmett, eh, whatever. Josh Emmett, he, he can knock people out, but um, yeah, he hasn't really been tested. Yeah, the, like one guy went twenty rounds with Holloway and and Magachev, yeah. and the other one went five with Josh Emmett. So like, is yeah. that a positive though? Or is that like, Oh, this guy's been beat up now. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, that that's, that's the only reason you pick against him in my opinion. Yeah. Cause yeah. he's, he's age father time will be size, possibly, yeah. size is uh size, size parody here. I think he beats everybody. You know, I, I think he's yeah. the most skilled mixed martial artist in the world right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, my picks Volkanovsky. Me too. None of the numbers really intrigue me either. That's the other reason no. I'm picking them. It's like, it's not like, yeah. It's not like I'm getting Aaliyah at like 400 and then I might be tempted or, you know, like, man, I don't even think anybody else could be tempting in this division. Yeah, we we have a couple of fights. Uh, first couple on my screen here could be could decide who the next person to fight for the belt is. Brian Ortega is coming back against Yara Rodriguez at UFC Mexico, which is in February, February 24th. And then we got Arnold Allen versus Mofsar Avalav at UFC 297 in Toronto next month, or this month, actually. Sorry, January January the 20th. I, I got a bone to pick about Brian Ortega, the fact that he's still ranked so high by you people, despite winning one fight in the past five years. He's still, like, top five or ridiculously he almost high. Choked, in, in he's league. almost choked out the champ. What do you, you, you so want to put, what do you want to put him at? You want to put him at 17? I want him to fight show up once in a while. Yeah, I, I want him to fight too, but he's lost once by doctor stoppage once by decision to the champ. And once because his shoulder got dislocated, Boy, like somebody likes Brian Ortega. Jeez. I mean, he, he just, he hasn't lost to anybody except for the best three guys in the division. Uh, so I Gumby, like don't... Gumby Cortez. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think, uh, uh, I think everybody jumps to be like, the guy hasn't fought in, in a couple years and you're like, okay, yeah. well then I'll just automatically move him off the rankings. And like I, I get the Conor McGregor thing was annoying to people, and I I'd removed yeah. him way before other people. But I think people are also like, we're supposed to rank the best fifteen guys. You yeah, are there five guys better than Brian Ortega in your opinion? See, Who are the five guys do, better than Brian yeah, Ortega? No, no, I I hear you. Uh, the and, rankings and like, I do on, on my side, I if you haven't fought in a year, you're, you're not ranked. That's yeah, and and if and if they were performance, yes, he should two, do that. Yeah, I, yeah. I like the idea of performance rankings. I like what you do on your site, but like at the same time, that's not what they're asking panelists to do. No, they're no. asking them to rank who's yeah. the best. And like yep. Ortega hasn't shown me he's not better than, I mean, three guys no, who true. showed me they're better than him. Yep. So that is a, actually another fight, as Gumby mentioned, uh, Aljamain Sterling. He's fighting Calvin Cater. That's another top uh, top prospect fight. Well, prospect. These guys are both old. But UFC 300, that's happening in April. So that that is... Um, 
that has title ramifications as well. Danige Lerone Murphy is fighting or fighting in Vegas February the 10th. And I, there's not too many fights announced in this away class. Charles what, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a fun one. That's in Toronto next month as well, or this month. I keep forgetting it's January. Um, and is that it? Oh, Shailan Nurdambaki versus Haider Amil fighting in Vegas. Oh, like that's a big fight. Uh, Melsic Bagdazarian William Gomi fighting in Vegas February the 3rd. And I think that's it now. Um, nope. Jiang Leong Lee, Blake Builder. That's not really that important. Jan Silva, Weston Wilson. Weston Wilson, yep. Um, and that is it. So anyhow, uh, some decent fights, a lot of title ramification, like I said, type fights, but we're still going with Volkanovski, right? Yep. All right. Any young guns in this division that we should keep our eye on? We got Gomi at three and oh, he's only 26. Topuria, six and oh, he's only 26 as well. Um, sometimes we forget once, once uh, guys have been ranked for a while and they're, they're getting title shots, how, how young some of them are. Jonathan Britu is actually surprised. Uh, he's four and one at, uh, 28 years old. Jack Shore, six and one at 28 years old. Anyone uh, jump off um, the page at you? Uh, so all the ones you mentioned, but also just like yep. from people who are under 30 at the bottom of the division, like new guns, um, yep. Diego Lopes. Uh, I know he lost to Mozart Eploeth, but on three days notice, yep. um, and, and you know, they, it was close. Um, some people even scored that fight for Lopes. Uh, so Diego Lopez, uh, Mohamed Naimov is 2-0, although that last fight right. kind of took some of the shine off for me. And then Isaac Dolgarian looks just like an absolute savage. He's only 27. So uh, he's he's another one I got my eye on. I guess this is going to be a thumbs-up division as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's, the, the, it, you keep asking for the thumbs-up, thumbs-down, <laughs> and it's like... Is Every it, division, pretty much. Is it, you can make... is, it lighter, is it lighter than middleweight? Thumbs-up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's true. That's right. We, we haven't done any, any of the real heavyweight yeah, we're classes get, We're yet. getting to the true. thumbs down divisions. Give it a second. Women's Bantamweight, we did not give a, a thumbs up to that, though, did we? No. That's that's Women's basically, that's basically <laughs> middleweight. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's basically heavyweight, basically. All right. Before we move on to the – I guess we still have lightweight, and then we – and then, and then we have some fun. No, we have watch weight. And then we have fun weight classes. We're going to tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Do you have any plays for us, Gumby? Sure, I'll take uh, on, on if, if you're hearing this on New Year's Day. Uh, in the nighttime basketball game, I'll take Yusuf Nurchich's, uh higher than on his rebounds. He's up against his old team and then add in the fact that both of the centers on the Blazers are game time decisions. Um, DeAndre and, and uh, uh, Duop Reef are both uh, game time decisions. So like, even if they are playing, they'll be banged up a little bit. He'll grab some extra boards. Go Suns go. I'm wearing a sunset for people who aren't not watching. So, uh, all right. So watch the games, make your picks, watch a Blazers game. Gummy's going to make you uh, make your picks and maybe make a little cash over an underdogs mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, underdog will double your first deposit of up to hundred boxes. Underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. All right. I was thinking we were on to the quote unquote bad weight classes, but no, we have a couple of good ones still. We're on, we're only up to lightweights. We both had Alexander Volkanovsky as the lightweight champ. Almost. We both picked Volk. Oh, yeah, we did. Plus 500. I like that. Number, That's a good pick. Yeah, it was. Islam Makashev, of course, was, <laughs> was the real pick. He's uh, solidified himself as as uh, a true great, shall I say, um, taking care of uh, 
Volkanovski e- even easier the second time, even though obviously there was some uh, extenuating circumstances with that, with uh, short notice and having to cut so much weight and all that. But still, um, kudos to Mr. Makashev. Nothing lined up for him yet, right? Do we know? It seems like probably when, not, right? Like, isn't Ramadan right around the corner? Right, right. Usually takes off. Um, let me see. Ramadan 2024. Uh, when is it? March the 10th is when yeah, it begins. He, yeah, He ain't fighting before that. So Nope. So he's probably... Uh, We're talking summer. Uh, are they going back to the Middle East in the in the summer again? Or, uh, oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure they got... They got some Abu Dhabi dates lined up, and I know they've got yeah. Saudi Arabia, uh, although that one's yeah. just a fight night, I think. So Saudi Arabia, but, that's March, so he, he won't be doing that one March 2nd, so yeah. Yeah, but they got a couple of Saudi Arabia dates. Uh, like, I think they locked in, like, a three-fight deal with Saudi Arabia or a four-fight deal with Saudi right. Arabia. So we're probably not talking until <clears throat> talking summer, right? Early summer? Yeah, yeah, yeah probably early, early summer, late spring. And then maybe end of year? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. two. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Do we have any, instead of maybe, maybe instead of reading every fight, I'll just, I'll just read the ones that are I, interesting to me. Yeah. yeah mm. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> like Jim Miller, that one's interesting. It's not a title contention, but it is interesting. He's fighting, uh, January 13th against Gabriel Benitez. And yet he still plans on fighting UFC two 300 as well. So, and if you listen to my I interview guess. with him, he'll tell you yep. why he feels that way. <laughs> yes. There you go. Drew Dober, Hanato Moicano. Eh, it's all right. I guess. Um, it's a good fight. Yep, good fight. Not uh, title title worthy though. Uh, Matias Gamrat, Rafael dos Santos. That one is uh, is definitely in the uh, in the top of the division realm. That's UFC two ninety nine on March the 9th. and that's pretty um, much it. At lightweight. Yeah, that's it. It's very quiet and like some other like lower level fights, but yeah, pretty quiet. So give us the odds, Gumby. Um, so it's a big, obviously big favorite for Islam Makhachev. Yeah. Uh, this this is gonna be wild to you, I think. Who do you think is second? Okay, let me think. What is Makashev, by the way? Negative three hundred. <laughs> All right, I, I'm just gonna come out and say that's my pick. So uh, okay. regardless of of how bad it is, he's gonna he's gonna be the champ. I don't see anyone beating him. Um, how about Justin Gaethje is next? He's fourth. He should be next, though. I think he's like, fourth. He, he at, very well could be getting the next fight. He's fourth at fourteen to one. Hmm. There's probably some value there. Yeah. Oh, I think so. I think some value. There. All right. Who's who's second? Uh, is it Armin? Armin Sarukian. Oh, three okay. and a half. Yeah. Only three and a half to one. Uh, really? Which I would say, if the number was higher, I'd be intrigued on him. Uh, but yeah. only three and a half to one. And guess who else is in front of Gaethje? Um, Oliveira. Nope. He's he's down at like twenty to one. Dustin Poirier. 20 to 1. Okay. Um, Matthews Gamrock. Oh, the gamer. 9 to 1. Um, oh, interesting. Which interesting. is kind of interesting. What it, those odds yeah. tell me is the books are cooking in. You need somebody to stuff a takedown. Yeah. Because um, the yeah. N- number one and number two guy they have listed there on odds, Sarukian and Gamrock, dudes who can stuff yeah. a takedown um, and maybe throw hands with, with Islam. So, cause they're, they're giving Gaethje no chance to do that. I would say yeah. the best odds there are for sure. Gaethje. Like I, yeah. I, you wouldn't get me playing a negative 300 future. I'm not, yeah. you know, nobody's an idiot gun to my head. Yes. That's my pick. I'm with you. Islam I think that's Gumby's kink, isn't it? Gun to your head, right? Yeah, you're always talking head. about it. Um, but like, that's, that's obviously the, if you're trying to predict who's going to be champ at the end of the year, Islam Makashev yeah. is the only person who you'd really right. with any confidence say, 
but like a negative 300 future is like a silly future to bet on. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. Ga- why would you do that? Yeah. Gaethje, who's supposed to be fighting for the title next at 14 to one. Yeah. That, you, you could definitely, you could spend $20 a lot worse than that. He, he should be the next like challenger, right? We're expecting like he, he doesn't seem to mind sitting out and waiting either. So, yeah, I mean, Oliveira had the fight booked in, uh, yeah. th- then he pulled out injured. It seems weird that he doesn't get the next shot. But like, <laughs> it, it seems like the UFC way to me. <laughs> yeah. But, but he also didn't just head kick, knock out Dustin Poirier. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, uh, you have to, regardless of the situation, you have to grab your, uh, grab your chances when you get them from the yeah. UFC or, or, uh, risk being, being, um, passed over. So not Jim Miller. Is there any odds on Jim Miller? I'll tell you what, if, if DraftKings relist their odds, uh, which I know they, I don't know why they pulled them right before we yeah. started recording, but they, they must had, have known, they must they have had, known we were going to record. That's they why. had everything <laughs> listed. So you probably could have gotten Jim Miller futures. So that's fantastic. Um, yeah, he's going to, we know he's going to be active at the very least. He's going to be active He's and he's going to be available. If and, they need someone to step in, he will be available. And he told me that he's maybe going to fight seven more times. Uh, yeah, he's not. Yeah, I saw. I saw a headline. He is not retiring at UFC 300. People. That's. He's already planning his UFC. Where did you see that headline? I. What was it from you? Possibly. I'm I guessing they. Need somewhere. I think they Hope probably sourced stealing it from you. Did they source my interview? I don't know. Hopefully, they actually uh, credit. Wait, you you haven't posted it yet, though, have you? Published. I uh I I posted it. It's on uh, Cage Side Press's YouTube. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So you, you can get it All there right. if you want already. But yeah, the maybe. audio. Has- yeah, I'm, I'm now going to have to know if somebody stole that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Google, Google it. Was, um, it. was it fucking MMA mania? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have them in my newsfeed any longer. God. But, uh, anyhow, any youngsters in this division excite you? You know who's under 30, guys? BSD. The BSD, Benoit Saint Denis, Gumby and I think alike, man. God of War, five and one. But the big thing is he um, he's won five straight in, in the proper weight class. That's the thing with him. And he seems yep. to be like he, he's indestructible and he can beat you anywhere. I want to see what Matthews Rebecca does too. Right. Um, he, he's not Patty Pimblet. He's no, get, get him out of here. Um, <laughs> Rebecca's a lot of fun. I'm not even going to entertain a discussion about it. Um, he's a lot of fun. I really like, uh, like watching him fight. Uh, yep. Who's the, uh, the Brazilian dude who just beat uh, Garam Ladze too? Elvis um, Brenner? Oh, Elvis Brenner. Yeah, that's the other one who yeah, I kind of like. He, he's really exciting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, look at it. Just listen to these people that are still in their in their 30s. Um, Armin, oh, sorry, in their 20s. Armin Zarukian for one. Uh, BSD, as we mentioned. Uh, Nazareth Hawk Parasist. Uh, he's not that great, but he's, he's fought 12 times in the UFC. He's only 28. Uh, Jalen Turner is only 28. Um, Diego Moises is only 28. Uh, there's still a lot of uh, Patty Pimblet <laughs> is only 28. That, anyhow, there's uh, the point is that uh, there, there's Pimblet. still a lot of up and comers. Grant Dawson, the exposed Grant Dawson, is only 29. So, anyhow, um, a lot of good prospects not named Patty Pimblet in uh, in the lightweight division. All right, so we both went chalk on this one, but I, I don't think there's any other really smart play if you're picking just who's going to be the champ. Um, all right. Welterweight, I had Hamzat, you had Bilal. Eh, eh. A couple losses. One of us was a lot closer. (laughs) Yeah, I I forgot Hamzat doesn't fight um, anymore. Uh, All right, Leon Edwards, of course, is the champion. Not only the champion, but he's defended his belt. Yeah, we did not see that coming. Um, 
do we have a next fight for Edwards lined up? Um, are you there's gonna pencil rumor, it in somewhere? There's rumor coming out today that uh, he's supposed to fight Bilal Muhammad at UFC 300. Um, yeah, it, it's not confirmed, Excellent. but it says it's in the works. And uh, I mean, it's the fight, it's the fight that should happen next, if we're being yeah. honest. Yes, I, it I like should have happened last time. I like to see when it's a merit, a merit, ta- meritocracy, and, and when the actual the right person gets uh, gets the the, uh, the fight. So yeah, but I'll definitely not just the guy, deserves... not just the guy threatening <laughs> to sue another welterweight. <laughs> yes, yes, not just guy in the right, right place, right time type of thing. So all right, so um, and well, you you said yes to the hundred, so we could probably get two, possibly even three uh, title defenses at welterweight. This is a tough division to to predict um let's see what other high level fights we got neil magny mike malott that's a big step up for mike malott that's at ufc 297 in toronto gilbert burns jack della madalena that's a huge step up for our boy jack della that's happening in ufc 299 um which is in miami in a couple months um jeff neil ian machado gary that's happening at ufc 298 in anaheim Michael Page, he's not an upcoming prospect, but he is in the UFC, which will be very interesting. He's fighting at UFC 299 in Miami against Kevin Holland. Michael Page could very easily uh, cut cut the line and get himself a title shot with a win over Holland, could he not? Yeah, he, he could get himself way up there for sure. Because you got to think that they're paying him a decent amount of money and they probably want you know uh, him to be a headliner or close to it uh, for uh, for his run in the UFC. So um, that's, a, that's something to keep in mind when we're doing the odds here. And I think that is it for the high-level uh fights that we have at uh at watchway yes it is all right what are the odds saying um so the odds we got leon edwards is the favorite but only slightly he's plus 140 second okay. shavkat rachmanov plus 160 so almost the same exact number as leon edwards then you got Bilal muhammad plus 480 kamara usman is fourth at plus 700 then you got sean brady plus 800 jack della medalena plus uh 1500 Oh, interesting, interesting. All right, I, I think I've already, I've already um, always say my my picks before you, so I'll let you talk talk your way through this first, if you like. I mean, I don't really need to talk my way through it. Uh, no, I I picked I picked them last year, and I'm going to pick them this year. Uh, the odds aren't as good as they were last year. I think last year we listed Bilal Muhammad at twelve to one, almost five to one right now. Yeah. Now he's got the clear path to the title. I think he has shown, especially in that Sean Brady fight, that he has the skills needed and the 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 way to mix it up to beat somebody like Leon Edwards, right? Like imagine, you know, somebody with with high level wrestling who's not afraid to use it and also can throw hands. Uh, because you know, Kamara Usman could throw hands, but he had lost a little bit of his speed in his age. Yep. You know, Colby Covington can't throw hands except for volume, you know, like no power. And then he was afraid yep. to even fight in the first place. So uh, I think Bilal Muhammad's got the right kind of game plan. Um, I mean, I, it would worry me that he would then have to probably defend it against Shavkat. Uh, But I, I think he could beat Leon. And I had him last year at 12 to 1. He should have gotten the last title fight this year. Um, and that would have been a bummer if uh, he, he had he had won that. It would have been a lot better. Um, I also would just say I do like the number on Jack Della Maddalena at 15 to 1. If he's yep. fighting Gilbert Burns next, he comes out and starches Gilbert Burns. I, I mean, we're going to have a star on their hands. Uh, yep. You know, being from another country never hurts. Uh, you know, like nope. they always want to, you know, especially, let, I mean, let's say 
you know, we didn't pick it, but let's say Volkanovski loses his title. Izzy yep. doesn't have a title anymore. Volk doesn't have a title anymore. They need somebody to headline pay-per-views in Australia and New Zealand. So, yep. They tend so, to go there at least once a year, right? So, yeah. And, and not having anybody to headline those, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, they probably wind up if they didn't have somebody like Jack Della Maddalena, they probably wind up with like Wei Li Zhang fights happening there instead. And like, right. not that, not that those aren't good fights, but like, that's not what they want when they go to Sydney. Right. So, um, yeah, they, they, you could see Jack Della jump the line there too. Yep. Um, Bilal's <laughs> my pick as well, but Shavkat is the, remember is the, the uh, name. Boog- <laughs> yes. Shavkat is, is the boogeyman here though. Like he, he he's the one that worries me because I, I think Bilal beats Leon Edwards, but then he's going to have to fight Shavkat next probably. And we got to be the only the- podcast out there where both coast hosts are like confidently being like, yeah, Bilal wins. <laughs> yeah. Well, nobody likes, Bilal. what's Leon better at? Come on. I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't. I don't know. Like Bilal's so good in the feet now, too. That's the thing. That's yeah. The I mean, thing he, with him at least he looked that way against Brady. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and and then Brady looked, you know, pretty damn good against uh, yep. pretty damn good against uh, um, Kevin uh, Kelvin Gaston. Yep. Yep. All right, we're going Bilal. We're also going with Game Time. All, all this money we're going to win, we're going to buy some tickets from mm-hmm. Game Time. We don't have to spend too much, but. Uh, but last minute's game time is the place to go. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You can get images of your seat before you buy. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And Hall of Fame bets win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea in the Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, intelligent, I, I sound really intelligent, intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, now for the slog Gumby. <laughs> <It's not laughs> the slog. We can just, we can just do these quick. <laughs> well, yes, exactly. It doesn't have to be a slog. All right. Middleweight predictions. I had Alex Pereira as champ. You had Izzy Adesanya as champ. Who is the champ Gumby? Sean fucking Strickland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Um, yeah. No more hot potato between, um, between Pereira and Adesanya. We got Sean Strickland as champ. And he's defending the belt already. That's the thing about Strickland, at least. He is an active yeah, fighter. So. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. He's going to fight right away. And he's fighting a fighter who I think we both agree. We don't know if he's any good. He's he's good for memes. <laughs> be Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah. That was, oh, you, my God. Don't you remind can't, me. Yeah. I mean, like, you you can't doubt. I mean, his, his Look performance. At him. Look at him his, fight, Dan. <laughs> his <laughs> performance fight. against Whitaker was so much better than Strickland's versus I know. Izzy. You know, because like <laughs> yes, Izzy was. just looked like a weird shell of himself and backing up the whole yeah. time. At least, at least Robert Whitaker looked like himself in that fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but oh, 
but he fights like he's uh he fights like he's on skates it's wild it's he's, wild that, he's, he's weird <laughs> that, that he, he's very very good chance that he's going to be the champion here so anyhow he is fighting for the belt against sean strickland they already fought in the stands at ufc 297 i guess it would have been uh to end the year now they're fighting for real in toronto no 297 is the one in toronto excuse me uh january 20th i'm so excited about this i haven't I didn't apply to get tickets for a gum, even though I'm a, an hour away. So it shows uh, my level of excitement for this. So we got that on tap. What other top fights do we have? Robert Whittaker, I don't know. Is he still a top fighter? Uh, I, don't, I don't even know if this fight's going to prove it or not. He's fighting Paulo Costa, UFC 298. Is he really going to fight Paulo Costa, though, or is Paulo Costa something going to happen to him? I don't. He's I'm one of those okay. guys you cannot uh, predict what's going to happen. Uh, well, you, usually you can predict he's going to he's going to back out. So anyhow, that's in UFC 298 in February on February 17th. Uh, Jack Hermanson versus Joe Pfeiffer. B. Joe Pfeiffer is getting a headlining slot February the 10th in uh, Vegas at the Apex. Will his mythical girlfriend show up at the Apex again? Our <laughs> Discord wants our Discord wants to know Gumby. Um, she she's been she was seen once there and she's never been seen again. Um, any other big fights do we yeah. have here? Yeah, yeah, the real yeah, big one. Ahead. Uh UFC 300 Bo Nickel versus Cody Brundage. <laughs> Gumby was being he's being silly. Is Anthony Hernandez Hikram Alaskarov? Is that a big fight? I'm sorry. We have to go back to high IQ Cody Brundage. Yeah, uh, whatever. And, and then you're writing him enough. off. <laughs> uh Power Bar versus Chris Curtis. That that at the very least will be fun. That's the uh, it, next one. It'll be or it'll month. be weird. It'll be weird. USG 297. That's um, the best way to break down middleweight, really. It'll be weird. Yeah, it'll be weird. Uh, Gumby's favorite um, film star, Mahmoud Muradov. He's he's fighting again, uh, coming up soon. Roman Delizzi, Nasruddin Imovov. That's a decent fight. That's UFC, two, uh, UFC fight night on February the 3rd. That's a kind of a um, possibly have next type of fight. Uh, depending, it is middleweight. Remember, before you scoff at, at what I'm saying. Uh, obviously, he told you about Nickel already. Um, you don't need to know about Trisha Gore or AJ Dobson. You don't need to know about that. You didn't even hear it uh, from me. Um, and that is it. So, oh, Val- Valentin Woodburn, Oban Elliott. Obviously, that's the fight we want to see, right? Yeah. Well, that's a middle. That's a welterweight. Sorry. So, heck. All right. What are, What are our odds looking at here? So, Kamzat's the fave. Uh, plus yeah. 275, which is funny because he's not the champ, nor is he fighting next. <laughs> yeah, and he never fights. Uh, obviously, then, there there is rumors that there's there's visa issues with him, yeah. but now that he's moved, he's moved to Abu Dhabi. Did he move to or Saudi Arabia? He, he moved somewhere in the Middle East, and so just, they think that will that no. will handle the visa issues. Yeah, he'll just fight over there and not worry about the states. So anyhow, that's something to keep uh, in mind. Though I'm not just throwing that out there. It's something to keep in yeah. mind. When you're trying to predict if he's going to get a title shot, stuff like that. So, so, so plus two seventy five on on Kamzat, plus three hundred. Yeah. So just slightly more on Sean Strickland, plus four hundred on Drakus Duplices, plus four hundred on Izzy Idesanya, uh, five fifty or five seventy five on Robert Whitaker, and then everybody else is ten to one or more. Um, and you got they got you know Cannoneer, Vittori, Delizzi, Imovov listed up there. I think this comes down to is one of the young guns going to be able to break through and get a title shot this year, this year or not. Pfeiffer, Nickel, Brendan Allen's only 28. I, I don't think he should be overlooked at this point either. Um, are one of those guys going to get a title shot you think this year? Nope. I don't. Nope. All right. I All think right. we're going to see DD, the... My pick's DDP. How silly is that? But it is. I'm going to... I'm going to throw, throw a wild one out there for this one. 
Uh, I think I'm DDP say, is a wild one, but yes, go ahead. Well, I'm going to say a higher odds one than DDP. Uh, how about Jared Cannon here? Um, you know, Jared, Jared Cannonier, you want to look at his record. Tell me the path. Know. So first of all, Jared Cannonier, four and one in his last five yep. fights. His only loss was the title fight to Israel Desanya. Since then, he's beaten Sean Strickland and Marvin Vittori. So like yep. in theory, somebody like Jared Cannonier should be the next fight for Kamzat, right? Like Kamzat should have to beat somebody like him. Or if, yep. if, if he's not going to fight Kamzat next, like, uh, I mean, like, who else is there for Cannonier to fight? He beat the champ. Um, you think they really have... care if they have someone for Cannonier to fight? They only care about Kamzat, right? No, but, you think but like, feed, they'd feed him to Cannonier. I mean, Cannonier, I, I guess, him, right? Am uh, I wrong about that? Like, uh, I, I would pick Cannonier tomorrow. Yeah, he's so it's so hard Kamzat. to say now with this guy. It's so saw, hard. The, like, it's not like he's looking better every fight. That's the Kamzat that case. fought. The Kamzat that fought Kamara Usman would get destroyed yeah. by Jared Cannonier would get yeah. absolutely decimated by Jared Cannonier. Yeah. And now that's not saying that's the version he'll see, but if it's right. that version of him, he comes out looking like that, looking that rusty, looking that slow, looking that, you know, winded after round one, Cannonier will eat him for lunch. Um, yeah. And if that's the case, like if Cannonier just beat the hell out of Kamzat, and he's already got a win over the champ, you know, if the champ were to still be Sean Strickland, Man, how easy would it to be just be like, okay, well, let's run that back and let him beat Strickland again. Yep, it's true. Um, it shouldn't be overlooked that he had, he had long COVID too, or really bad COVID comps out, and he hasn't really looked the same since then, has he? Since he came I mean, back. Remember, I mean, he has, was talking about retiring he, and stuff back then. Here's my question, though. Has he ever looked good in a fight where he's had to go no, more that's than seven true. minutes? That's true. That's true. He's never yeah. looked good in a fight where he's had to fight more than seven minutes. And like... Yeah. The, the people he's fought in those fights are Gilbert Burns and, and Kamara Usman, who, don't get me wrong, are good fighters, but they're not, like, they're not known to be, like, cardio kings. You know what no, I mean? No, and they're old. They're both yeah, old, and they're too, old. at this point. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah, I don't know what to make of the guy. I just hope he fights more than once a year, and then maybe we can actually get a a beat on him. So you're picking Cannonier. What was the number right him? Uh, plus 1,000. Plus a thousand. Well, that'll be a big hit for you. Anything? Uh, any? Is there any young? Well, obviously, there there are a handful of young up and comers. Which which one are you most excited about under thirty in the UFC? Um, in the uh, middleweight division, excuse me. Cody Brundage is still under thirty. Hi, Cody <laughs> yeah. Brundage. So is Drykus. So is Kamzat. Uh, I, I mean, prob- those, yes. pr- probably Piper. Yeah, you like Piper more uh, than Nickel. Piper more than Brendan Allen. Yeah. I think I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because the yeah, difference for me on, on those two is like, wh- what does Bo Nickel look like when he can't get a takedown? Do you have any idea? Well, we'll maybe we'll find out with high, high, uh, IQ. High IQ Cody Brennage. He's probably yep. just going to jump Gilly. Um, <laughs> probably we can hope. And, uh, no, but like, we know what Piper looks like if he's not shooting a takedown, he's got devastating hands, devastating yep. hands. And like, yep. I, I kind of think he's like a more athletic Brendan out. Right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I, I, I like him more than I, I probably would pick him over, over the three guys I mentioned. He's going to, he's going to absolutely crush Jack Hermanson. He's going to do yeah, filthy yeah, things you to think Jack so. Hermanson. Yeah. This is, it, yeah, it's a good, good matchup for him. He would, I would pick him over Hamzat too at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, I, I'd probably he, pick, he, yeah. Cause he, he would it, as long him. as he, as long as he didn't go out in the first round, he'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. He, he could outlast him. Um, not that it's going to happen. All right. 
I already did the last ad reads, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, let's go to light heavyweights. Um, keep it quick. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it quick. Who do we have? A, who are our predictions here? I had Yuri. You had Glover. Are either of us right, Gumby? We were not. No, you were closer in this one, though. <laughs> who is the champ? Alex Pereira is the champ, right? He is. Double champ. All right. And he does not have a fight lined up. Do we know? I guess they kind of have some fights that they're probably going to have to wait and see what happens. Like UFC well, 300. They were, they were talking okay, about him fighting Jamal. They were talking about him fighting Jamal Hill. Oh, right. right? I forgot all Although, about like, him. But like he's banged up and I don't know if he's recovering in time to make this actually happen. So, but his, I mean, did his brother's face hurt his hand or something? <laughs> that, that's another thing. Uh, it depends on whether or not he's going he's gonna sue somebody related to the UFC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then you get then you get an automatic title shot. Exactly. Um, no, and then you're right. You know the the Yuri Prashka versus Alexander Rajic fight uh, will definitely help sort some things out. As will the Johnny Walker versus Megamedi Goliath fight. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but we we do have some decent for a pretty garbage division we have some decent fights lined up dominic reyes is being served up to carlos nope. Allberg. that fight's canceled yeah it, it, it yeah it's been bumped up though i heard i heard it's probably gonna happen in miami i think now instead. oh okay yeah uh, that's what i read at least it's been bumped ahead if you re- if you're in the discord gummy you would have read that but anyway um <laughs> rakich versus yeah you're always in there rakich versus your ufc 300 uh it's a big one obviously megamad ankle johnny walker is headlining the very next event january the 13th so in a couple weeks um and Bogdan Guskov is fighting Zach Pounga. <laughs> yes, Zach oh boy, uh, light heavyweight. All right, what what are our odds, Mister? All right, so there these ones are weird. Uh, they're also right currently at least uh, bet online, which is where I'm pulling most of these from. They're not currently offering Yuri Prohashka odds. I'm not quite sure why. Um, and weird. it'd be kind of interesting where he would be fitting into this because I, I imagine it would be better than right, some let's, of Let's see if I have any on the site I was looking at here. One second. Um, so I got Pajeda. Um, I got Pajeda at plus 250. Okay. Uh, Jamal Hill also at plus 250. Ankalaev at plus 300. So those three pretty much the same thing. Yeah. After that, it's Jan Blankovic plus 550. And Khalil Roundtree plus 750. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I see I see Yuri at plus 800. Okay. And then, so yeah. if you've got Yuri at plus 800, what is, what does that book have Pajeda at? Pajeda uh, plus 200. Hill okay, so plus about 300. The same. Yeah, so about yeah. the same Ankle thing. Ankle plus 450. Were... Yeah. And then Yuri and then Rakic. Uh, Pajeda's my pick. Plus, I know, maybe I'm jumping the gun and you should go first, but Pajeda's my pick at plus. Yeah. What do you have at plus? 250. Yeah, I think light heavyweight's a better division for him. It's even worse than middleweight. So, yeah, I, I'm gonna go pay too. <laughs> you get you get good yep. odds here. I, yep. you know, you know me. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know I'm a Jamal Hill naysayer. Uh, I never really trust. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, put it this way: he's winning all the time, and I just never think he looks all that good. Um, no. And, and I can't imagine aesthetically his, or or performance wise. Yes, his tattoo is one of the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Those Mickey Mouse hands giving thumbs up. You know, like thumbs. Yeah, you're lucky you're not you're not related to him, Gambi. You'd be you'd be yeah, uh, able to punch me by now. Spitting um, some chicklets at this point. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's it's interesting to see Khalil Roundtree's name up there. Yeah, I will say sure. I will say if Johnny Walker comes out on top. Uh, in this Magomed Ankalaev fight to kick off the year. <laughs> Who's to say? You would feel really good about his plus 1,400 odds uh, if, yeah. if you got on those, if if uh, he wins that fight. Because the UFC, 
inexplicably seems to love that dude um, yep. for every ounce yep. of weirdness he brings. And you know, the, no, he's the, not fun. They love him. I mean, they <laughs> loved him when he was reason. fun. They loved him when he was, I not know. Fun. I mean, he's, he's a bizarre, he's kinda, I guess he's kind of in between the two now more, yeah, more I mean, leaning more towards the not fun. Yeah. He's, he's a three on a 10 scale with 10 being the most. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He was it's a true. one so, for yeah. a couple of fights, but yeah. oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Quite a, quite a division. So you said Pereira too, right? Yeah. Let's both take the head out here. So, so what do you think is going to happen? You think he's fighting? It will make sense for Hill next, I guess, assuming Hill's healthy enough to get yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I mean, like he's probably also a name we're going to expect to see at UFC 300. You know, I'll also okay. just throw this out here. Like if UFC 300, you know, coming up in April, probably where we're going to see the first Alex Pajeda title defense on. If that's yeah. coming up and they can't get, Conor McGregor, who's now announced that he's fighting Michael Chandler sometime <laughs> in 2026. Um, yeah, he, no, he said, what, in, the, in the summer, in the summer and middleweight, but but his pupils look very large when you're saying that. He never looks let right. Me tell I'm, you, not saying let, he, I'm not saying he does drugs or anything, but he never looks right when he's Can talking. I tell you the time he looks the worst? He looks the worst right after he shaves. For some reason, yeah. it makes him look thirty times crazier than when he has a beard. Um, yeah, he never he never looks right. But anyhow, he he claims he's going to fight at middleweight yeah. and in the so, summer, right? So if they can't get him, right, they can't use that as the main event for UFC three hundred. Who's the big star they're wheeling out? Because Sean O'Malley, uh, Lesnar, Sean O'Malley, Lesnar, Mark Hunt Part Two. Sorry, Lesnar Hunt Two. May, how may. great would that be <laughs> uh, i do talk brock lesnar with jim miller on my most recent oh nice because um, he's the only other one at 100 and 200 uh that could that oh could yeah spoil right, him being right. the 301 um but yeah like if you don't have sean o'malley because he's probably fighting in march or whatever and now yeah, well, he's, he's pretty much it's that the usc 299 is gonna be him yeah right right so so with all that being said who do you have left who is like the big ticket item for UFC 300, it, is it really out of the question to do Izzy Adesanya versus Payet a three at Lyapina? No. And so, yeah. like, I, I know Izzy odds aren't listed here, and nobody's really putting that as, like, a forefront idea, but, like, I kind of think that might be next. Yeah, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Um, and then you think Pereira wins, and then what? He fights Hill and beats him? Hill if he's healthy, but, I mean, like, yeah. again, you got you got this... Yuri Prohoshka versus Alexander Rachich fight. Like, what if Rachich just comes in and beats the hell out of Yuri? Like, you'd have to put yep. him in there next. Um, yep. Again, if Johnny Walker hits Magomed Ankalaev with a spinning heel kick to the dome, like, yeah, put that on 17 highlight reels and sign him up for the next title fight. So, um, yeah, I think there are lots of variables here. Jamal Hill's health and legal status seem to be the uh, one of the big ones. <laughs> Yes, he doesn't care about legal status, so that won't be an issue. Um, not only is it a crappy division, but it, guys get hurt all the time and disappear yeah. to caves for long periods of time. So, yeah, it's it's hard to predict it. So, speaking of crap, Dan, heavyweights. <laughs> I had I had Nagano. He did. He didn't lose. Uh, you had Blades, which was worse than mine. But of course, it's John. I mean, Jones. he just didn't he fight. Should... Yeah, exactly. John Jones, of course, is the champ. Hooray! Pray for us, and he's gonna sit on his belt until he can fight Stipe Miocic because he knows he can beat him. He, he knows he, he's been even more uh, inactive, and he's even older than and has more uh, mileage on him than, than Jones. So, 
the real champ, of course, is Tom Aspinall. Um, he should just be made the real champ. And like the UFC should just do super fights. You don't need to have a like your BMF nonsense. Uh, just do a super fight. Jones Miocic. It doesn't have to be for your belt. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that one. You can have real fighters fight for your belt. Fighters are actually active and and um, not old men. So, anyhow, uh, Jones, how he's going to be out like forever too, right? No idea. He, he, I'm no idea how he, long he tore, his, he tore his pack, right? Sounds bad. I yeah. don't. I don't wish that on me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't wish it on myself either. Um, maybe he can get some of the the magic stuff that Conor McGregor was taking to to help himself heal and. and Get I think he's got plenty of that. Before. I think yeah. he's got plenty of so, that. <laughs> so how do we predict? Oh, that's, how do we even predict this? I'll All tell right, you. Coach. I'll tell you how this is going down. All right. I, I'll, I'll give you the play-by-play of how this is going down. John, All right. Jones, John, Jones is, John Jones is, is main eventing International Fight Week against Steve Miocic late summer. He's going to No, be, that's where the, Connor's, Connor's doing that at middleweight. But anyhow, go ahead. Sure. Sure. Um, that's what he said. <laughs> John Jones is going to absolutely destroy Stipe. And leave his gloves right. in the cage and walk away. They will okay. promote Tom Aspinall to being the lone champion. He will defend the title one time in October and walk out of here champion. Yeah. Will he? Will he sit around for that, hoping that does that'll he have happen? A, like, does he have a choice? Are they going to let him defend the interim title? Does he want to sit there? Maybe. And say, well, and here's the thing. Does he want to defend the interim title, or does, is he still holding out hope that John Jones will fight him? Yeah. Does he? <coughs> does he? Uh, does he have a say in this matter? It's the thing. And I, yeah, and I don't he, know. They, they need fights at UFC 300. He should be healthy and ready to go at UFC 300, right? They, they could throw him in does, there against but does someone else. Does he want to defend? Does it matter if he wants to? <laughs> does it matter if he wants to? I mean, I think it the does. Boss to says some you extent. do it. You do. Yeah, I guess maybe a bit, but. Yeah, and also like who's there for him to fight though is the other thing. Yeah. But yep. right right okay, now who? Well, right yeah, now who, we, who would you put him up against? So what I think is going to happen is is he's gonna sit and hope that John Jones doesn't retire after he beats Stepe. John yep. Jones is gonna beat the hell out of Stepe and not want any piece of Tom Aspinall. Because let's face it, after watching him fight Pavlovich, who wants a piece of Tom Aspinall? Nobody out there. So what I think is going to happen is Tom Aspinall is going to wait around and he's going to be promoted without fighting John Jones late August, right? Or in the middle of August after John Jones retires in July. Then we're going to have whoever wins this Curtis Blades versus Jelton Almeida fight, fight Tom Aspinall in October. We're going to see like one legitimate heavyweight title fight in the year 2024. Um, And for that reason, that's why I'm picking Tom Aspinall. Um, Love Jelton Almeida. Love him dearly. Um, do you still talking. love him dearly? Yeah, I do. I, I know people start. I, I know people didn't <laughs> like him in that last fight. I thought he looked amazing. He still I, won. It just wasn't fun. That's all. Yeah. Well, and in how many times have we sat there and been like, oh, oh why is this guy boxing with with? Yeah, yeah so that's true. Why are you throwing hands with Derek Lewis? What would you possible? What would you gain from that? And yeah, he chose not to. He took the safest route fighting Derek Lewis, which guess what? We would beg some of our other favorite fighters to do that. And so like, because it wasn't fun to watch and he didn't just starch Derek Lewis in 20 seconds, everybody got bent out of shape. He's a great fighter, smart game plan. I don't think he can do it to Tom Aspinall. Um, And that's if he gets the shot. 
So I think Tom Aspinall, by not fighting John Jones, winds up still the champion uh, and probably the undisputed champion at the end of 2024. You know what? I'm with you on that. I don't even think we went through the odds yet. We did. not So it's John Jones, 175. Tom Aspinall, one minus or plus 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 Tom okay. Aspinall plus 175. So the same number okay. on both of those guys. Then you got okay. Jelton only 260 on Jelton. So like that, I mean, if he was four or 500, maybe a little bit more tempting, but it like, you know, not even three to one. Uh, and then it takes a massive jump uh, nine to one on ga- uh surreal gain. Nine to one on Stipe. <laughs> Some dumbest stops. Oh, come on. Um, Pavlovich, 18 to one. Curtis Blades, 20 to one. Um, I know I took Curtis Blades last year, and I think he was the same number, but it seems like he's got even worse odds this year. Yeah, Aspinall, Aspinall's got to be the pick here. Um, for sure. Hopefully, it gets started out sooner than later. Um, you know how many uh, under 30s there are in uh, heavyweight? One, two, three, four, five under 30s. I don't think we're really excited. Let me see how many of them I can name. Spivak? Okay. Um, uh, yes. One, oof. two, three, four more. Are all the other ones like noobs? Uh, one and one, one and one, two and oh, and oh and one. So, yeah. Is the younger of the two Tafas? Yes. Yep. Junior Tafa. He's one and one. He's 27. Are we still counting Hamdi Abdelhawab? Nope. No, he's no. 30 anyway, so no. Oh, no. I thought I guess he Oh, Michael Parkin. Um Michael Parkin, yes. Two and oh, he's 28. We have an American, uh Brazilian. An American. Yep. Oh, it's the Brazilian who Parkin just beat. Uh, uh, uh Machado. Yes, Machado. So a Canadian American. Who the hell is Canadian, the American? He, he's got a Star Wars nickname. Not Jamal Pogues. Yes, Jamal Pogues. Jamal Pogues years old. is not 30. <laughs> He's 28 years old. Huh. MMA is rough. MMA is rough. He seems MMA's like one of those rough. guys who started fighting at 31. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yep. It is true. All right. We did it. We All did right. it, Gumby. We made it through the garbage divisions. And uh, hopefully everyone enjoyed it, though. We made it fun <laughs> still, right? I, I had a good time. Anytime we get to talk about high IQ Cody Brundage, I'm in. It's true. (laughs) It's true. Soon enough, right? When's that fight happening again? UFC 300. It's the main event, I think. Okay. It is the main (laughs) event. Yeah, UFC is looking for a main event. So if we're not going to make Hunt Hunt Lesnar, they can do Hunt Lesnar 2, and they can do home um, (laughs) Rousey 2 as well. Don't you think? Every time there's a rumor that Ronda Rousey's coming back, I just yeah. win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you not watch her last couple of fights, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> and, and she just she doesn't want to fight anymore. I think that's no. maybe the most important part. <laughs> exactly. Why would she want to fight? Uh, it, it sport cut up to, with her and <laughs> head kicked her on her ass. So yeah. anyhow, um, thank you for starting off your new year with us. Uh, you can have more fun with us in the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Or on Twitter. Twitter's not as fun, though. It's a Discord. Uh, SGP and MMA. It is fun to see what Gumby posts on that account, though. He he likes putting up um, fun stuff, so make sure you check that out. Uh, also, he's at Gumby Vreeland. I'm a Jeff Fox writer there. And on Instagram, I got a Substack, moneymma.substack.com. I'm working on a top 24, top 24 fighters under 24 for 2024 article. So hopefully that will be up soon before the UFC starts rolling out events again. 
Gumby has a very exciting episode of Top Turtle coming out very, very shortly with Jim Miller on it, right? That's correct. Mr. Mr. A-10 himself. A-10, and you'll, you'll find the origin of that nickname on it. Yeah, the Atlantic 10 Conference, and then some other guy, too. Uh, Weston Wilson? Yes, Weston Wilson. Look at me! Look at you paying attention! Look at you remembering Fantastic. stuff. New year, buddy, new year. That must be it. Um, all right, so he's got that. And then, of course, uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com for Gumby and I. Pretty much every day, guaranteed, you will get at least one article written by either myself or Gumby on some kind of sport. And obviously, you're going to get lots of articles from everybody else. And you're going to get all our podcasts and all of our discounts and our deals and our giveaways and all that good stuff. And then our Patreon, of course. So you can help us crush corporate gambling, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. And when are we coming back, Gumby? We're coming back in a couple of days, actually, aren't we? Wednesday. Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday. We are doing LFA prelims and then Thursday LFA main. Is it a good LFA card we got coming up or is it just convenient that it's happening this week? I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't even looked at it. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we'll look at it together. Shall we come uh, come Wednesday? LFA 174 and it's going down in, oh, the Prior Lake, Minnesota, the Mystic Lake Casino and Hotel. We've covered that many times before. Uh, lightweight championship is in the is the main event, Gumby. Okay, that Jacoby Jones. <laughs> yes, Jacoby Jones, Keegan Genrich. Oh yeah, Genrich is tough. That's a fun fight. All right, there you go. It's going to be a good event. We're, we're going to cover almost every fight on it, right? Because we're doing we'll, we'll do the top ten fights. How about yeah. how's that sound? Yeah. Don't want to get we'll, too crazy here. We'll get you. We'll so get we it down here on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, we get that Wednesday. We'll get that Thursday. A one A one is coming out on Sunday. Uriah Faber's A1, uh, and then United MMA a week from today on Monday. And then the UFC is finally mercifully back. Johnny Walker season begins, right? That's right. All right. Um, bring us into the 2024. Get us out of here, Gumby. All right. I'm Data Gumby Freeland. He's a high IQ Jeff Fox. And we will see you on Wednesday.